Hello? Hello? Ebenezer. Hey, how's it going, man? How's hey. everything going? How's it going? We're finally doing this. Yeah, I mean, you know, it takes a couple of tries sometimes, but uh, we'll, we'll, we got to work, so. Yeah, you have you have to be relent- relentless in all pursuits like the gym. That's how I see it. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, how, that's how it works best in everything. Um, yeah, I'm glad, we're, I'm glad we're finally able to uh, chat. No um, doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Um, you know, I, I found you um, when I was looking on uh, Don Saladino's page, who I, I had him on a podcast a couple of years ago. And I found you, and I, you know, I clicked on your page. You looked like you were in great shape. I clicked on your page, and I was blown away by your uh, your videos. I love the cerebral approach that you have to when it comes to like strength and conditioning. Um, how did that evolve? That whole cerebral approach. You're, you're very meticulous and very um, articulate with with the uh, with the training. Uh, thank you. Um, so I mean, definitely thank you. Um, so I think it's a it's a blend of stuff. I'm it, I, it's weird because I think it's a combination of stuff. Um, it's kind of how I approach everything, right? It, like okay. I was brought, I was brought up that way. I, I was brought up that way. Like I was brought up. Um, I'm, my mom is Chinese and my dad's Indian. In a weird way, I think that has to do with it because <laughs> they brought me up doing stuff like playing piano. And if you hit like the wrong note, like, like my mom gets upset. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so kind of like that same like level of detail, <laughs> and then also it's just you know I have like. I, you know, I grew, I was, I, I grew up like, I did not grow up as like a very big, strong kid. You know, I'm kind of like your classic super skinny kid, but probably the kid who got bullied a little bit, you know? Okay. Um, and, but so what happened with that is like, you know, I, I was like some guys, if you're young and you go into the gym and you're like, you know, and, and, you, and you can bench 225, you never have to learn how to do it right, you know? <laughs> yeah. But then... You know, and there are like it's crazy because um I've spent I've spent a lot of time around like NFL guys, and the one thing you realize with them is like they're not very like they're not very good technical lifters, you know. Well, you you um, see them, yeah, you see them during the combine. It's not very technical at all. Yeah, but what they are is that what they are is they they're so brilliant. That's, this, this conversation is already going off the rails, but um, no, it's fine, man. <laughs> They're so brilliant athletically, right? That, right. that like if you give me if you give me one of those guys for two months, you know, I can I can achieve because they're doing they're just so brilliant athletically that you make a couple tweaks to them and they and they can, you know, suddenly they're running like a four four four, right? Right. Um but the thing the thing with that is again, like without me or without like a trainer, they're still running like a four five or four six. Anyway, know? yep. And so a lot of times, like, but any, I mean, we've all gone to school with that guy, you know, high school or college or whatever, who everything just comes naturally to, and those, they never have to learn the technical, but I'm like this little kid, so, you know, it's like, you have to kind of learn, like, the math and the angles and stuff like that hmm. to make it um, work, and then it's, it's weird, then, you know, I, I kind of start putting my workouts out there a little bit, and it's like, you know, to me, it's like, I almost don't, don't think, it's like, I don't give it a second thought, you know, it's like, it's like, these are the angles you have to hit. That's the optimal angle in order to move a lot of weight on the bench press, you know, or that's the optimal way to train the muscle, hmm. you know, and it's just always kind of, so it's almost like being, I don't want to say innate because there's like, there's like a lot of studies that went into it, but it's like it's study that had to happen in order for me to get where I was, if that makes any sense. It makes you sense. Know, it makes yeah. sense. It definitely makes sense because it, it comes off as natural. Right, and and I think that's what separates you. And like, I could see you with a brand that you don't even know you're developing, but you are developing that brand. And it's more for like guys like myself 
you know, I'm I'm a guy from the '80s, right? And all I did in the '80s was read Marvel comics, right? So I'm fascinated by all these movies now because they're matching up so well to what I've read. But the level of of depth of science that that were involved in those comics were way beyond the time. Science is only catching up to what would, what was in those comics now. So I could sort of understand your approach. Your approach just seems like like a mad genius, calculated scientist who's really good at identifying the math equation in the workout. And I, I respect that. I love it. I think it's kind of goes over people's heads, but I love it. Yeah, I think, and it's weird because I, I do get a sense sometimes that it, that it does. You know, it's like the cool thing that I'm trying to, or the one thing I'm really trying to do too is like I want to, um, like, and, you know, I feel like I don't want to just give people a workout. You know right. what I mean? Right. I'm, what I'm hoping is that kind of like the stuff I, because I, you know, I grew up on guys like, like Athlete X. You know what I mean? Like he was like a big guy who like I really you know, his work I've learned a lot from him. You know? Yeah, Cavalier and, is the best, man. He's the greatest, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he's like, he's, he's you know, the legend. He's been doing this forever. A legend, um, yeah. But, but what, um, what, what, what helped me, like, what his stuff did, is they would get me thinking about, you know, different plans, or, you know, different ideas and stuff like that. And then I would take him to workouts. I wasn't just doing workouts, just like, you kind of like apply his stuff, you know? Right. And what I'm, what I'm hoping, what I hope like in the long term is that, you know, people, you know, they don't just go into the gym or like do, you know, it's like here, here's, here's an absolute workout where there's a whole bunch of activities stuff. It's like, like, you're that much more in touch with your body, right. you know? And you're that much more able to like, to, you know, but I want them to like apply it and, and realize how it feels and how it's different and hopefully like learn more about how your own body and your own muscles work, hmm. you know? It's, that's like, that's what I've always been fascinated about when I go into the gym, and that's what I'm hoping people can do. It's so fascinating because me, myself, I sometimes want to get wordy with what I'm trying to come across as the angle or the differences and just small maneuvering where you place your hands or uh, just in terms of using the same resistance but allowing gravity to, to work its way through even with the same weight or manipulating time, um, time under tension. But sometimes I'm like, is this going to go over the crowd's head? Because I got to be honest, I see social media now and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like 5% of it's like real stuff that you could use and apply and then like 95% of it is like Jesus Christ this, it doesn't even make sense how is this person even like a personal trainer they're going to hurt somebody yeah and I mean there's definitely I feel like there's definitely a lot of I mean social media it, it's crazy because we went from we went from an age where I felt like every bit of fitness you got for, for the for the general person came from a magazine right? yep, yep and so, so that if you really think about how much fitness there was out there I mean, just for the general person, obviously, if you go into a trainer, you ain't here, you're going to know a much deeper thing. But um, if you really think about how much fitness there was, there was then, then it's really only, like, what, like, six magazines? You know, men's fitness, men's health, muscle and fitness, like, you know? Yeah. Like, there, there wasn't a whole lot of it out there. No. And now it's, like, now we're at this, this, this massive point where... Um, Oversaturation. Oversaturated. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's also it's also really tricky too because um because if you get it down to it, and I've had this discussion with um I I, I remember um I remember Vic Valoria, the the head coach of used to be the head coach or not the head coach he was the strength conditioning guy at okay. Florida State right okay and one of the things he told me 
and it's very true, right? It's basically like if you gave him three or four lifts, okay, I believe for, for them, for him it was, I think it was squat, clean, bench press, and um, and deadlift. Oh, yeah, okay? yep. And he could, he could, he could, he could turn a guy into, he could give you any kind of body you wanted to do if you just gave him those, those, those three or four lifts, yep. okay? And the reason for that is because, I mean, as much as, as much as, um, as, as people might be innovating, this and that, the other thing within the fitness space, like the body can only move, or should only move with like a finite amount of weight, you know? It's like the knee is only supposed to be the inch joint, only supposed to bend one way, you know what I mean? Right. If you try to make it bend any other way, the, the only bad things happen. Um, so it, it, it's interesting that there's all this stuff going on in fitness, and it's you're right, the market is oversaturated with, with a bunch of people trying to be kind of quote-unquote effective. Yes. But they really, you know, they, they don't understand the variables they're working with. So they're like, hey, here's a squat that's going to come to you, you know? Right. Which is like, if you, if, you know, because because they're trying to be creative and they feel like that's the differentiator. Yes. Or the differentiator is just apply your knowledge to a smart workout, you know? Correct, correct. And I feel the same way. I feel like there's a knowledge base where... There's not. It's not reinventing the wheel. I mean, it, the body can only articulate itself so many directions before you're looking at a hyperextension or or an injury. And I just feel like what I'm seeing right now, it's it. It seems like it's trending much more to let's do something spectacular for the Instagram. And if someone gets hurt, oh well, you know, it's it's not a good trend. It's not a good trend. Yeah, it's it's um, it, and it's tricky because you understand. Like I understand and what those trainers are trying to do. Because that's the trickiest part of my fault is obviously, you know, I, I get kind of, you know, it's like we're trying, you, you want to make, you know, nobody, today's like average teenager who's trying to get back in shape or today's like older guy who's trying to get back in shape. You know, the reality is he probably needs to do, you know, planks, rows, and deadlifts more than anything else, right? Basics, yes. Um, but it's, it, it, you it, it's like if you give some if if somebody walks into a workout with me, or if they you know if they see if you know if I put in the magazine, you gotta be playing for the deadlift, they knock in the door, right? So there's there's that that tenuous balance, and I think it's something that every person who practices or who's kind of like uh, every training type, you know, whether you're you're presenting it on on, on social media or whether you're dealing with people in person, you know, or whether you know like. Like even the workouts we present in the magazine, right. it's like you have to balance giving somebody some kind of something that feels new, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it has to. If it doesn't feel new, it's like oh, this is gym class all over again. And I hated gym class. <laughs> years ago. I hated gym class ten years ago. Yeah, you know? Got um, it. So, yeah. So it's, it's, it is a tricky balance, but I do feel like people tend to err towards the crazy instead of realizing the, the basics still work and you, you have to start with the basics and kind of like vary up the basics you know? hmm. excellent now just pivoting a little bit where did um how did you become the fitness director at men's health magazine because i you know i just want to make everybody at listening to this i want them to know that you are the fitness director at men's health yeah um so i um i actually came from i grew so the record i grew up i actually grew up kind of similar to you like i was very like interested in the fitness you know, comic books and, like, X-Men and stuff like that. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm pretty sure, like, I spent, like, first, like, like decade of my life trying to get bitten by, like, a radioactive spider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's insane. If I have three yeah. kids. 
if you ask them, I swear to you, and I tell them these stories, and they, they you know, I got a 16-year-old, 13-year-old, and a, and a, it's going to be 11. And I tell them, when I was 10 years old, I would catch spiders and, and bring them inside, and I would find ingredients, Ajax, I would find liquid soap. I would try to combine those chemicals, put the spider in, and right before it would become toxic, have the spider bite me. I swear to you, that's those are true stories. This is it, right? This is it. Amazing, good story. Um, where do you see the next um, the next twenty four months? What trend do you see in fitness evolving? What trend? What trend do I see in fitness? That's hard because um, because it, it's weird. I felt like we went through, and what I've been trying to do, I guess, is almost like get ahead of the trend yeah. a little bit. Yep, yep. Um, so, so that's what makes it hard a little bit. But I felt like the pendulum had swung about like a year ago towards, um, or, or, you know, maybe even a longer, a little bit longer than that ago, towards, like, this big, like, functional fitness and stuff like that. And yes. that was, like, a big buzzword that everybody was using. And what I'm kind of seeing now, the way I see things going, it's almost swinging a little bit back. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more 
more of an appreciation towards um, aesthetics. Towards yeah, yeah, and not even towards the things, but just towards like like the basics of bodybuilding, you know. Hmm. And then, and just how those like I've had um, I have a really really good friend who's um, who's a crossfit coach, and like uh, we talk about it a lot. We talk about it a lot of times. How about, you know you're seeing like and and it's not it's not really all like fully there yet, but you see it a little more. Um, you know, there's, there's one crossfit box I go to where you'll see occasionally they're programming biceps curls, you know, hmm. and there's a little bit more of like. Um, like an understanding of um you know the fact that you know like like you know time under tension is important not everything has to be you know a clean or a snatch you know right um yeah and i i think what's going to happen is um is you're going to see that filter in a little bit more of these kind of like you're going to see more bodies like to me too like the whole idea of um you know, it's like CrossFit and a lot of the motions they do in there are really are cool and great and and to some extent useful um but what happens a lot of times people jump into that functional fitness stuff too early yeah. jump into those motions too early without really knowing how to move their body yeah and so I, what what i'd like to see and what i'm hoping is going to happen and this could be wishful thinking on my part is it's going to be more of a marriage of let's learn you know say let's learn to squat at tempo before we start to bounce out a hole you know right so let's learn let's learn a true deadlift where you have to really you know control the bar off the ground just work on you know work on that off of a dead stop before we start doing you know the custom that was at 25 yeah. 25 yeah, yeah. And, I, and I like that approach too what you're saying right now because I remember like back in the Arnold days the, he would always talk about the three phases of the lift concentric eccentric but not forgetting the isometric hold that hold that under tension hold was very important to him and then um, bouncing off what you said with the rise of CrossFit you know, I was researching some data with the rise of CrossFit, and they were trying to attach the rise of these these lower um, extremity injuries to the rise of CrossFit. And I could see that a little bit. I mean, the data was sort of inconclusive, but I could see that based off just my view, just being in the fitness industry for 22 years and understanding when a person's not ready, um, when they're not stable enough, when they shouldn't be doing stuff without two feet on the ground. Yeah, I think injury. It's weird because injuries, injuries to me are such um are such a, a tricky topic. They are, fitness, yeah. right? Because I almost I CrossFit definitely gets a, a, a bad rap for that. And yeah. I think you know some of it to some extent is probably deserved, right? Because again, you are doing a lot of these explosive motions. Yes. Um, you know, people. I you know, if people don't have like the proper my one of my big things is the shoulder mobility. That especially when you're going overhead, I think if you don't have the proper and this could go for anything, for a military press or an American kettlebell swing, yeah. if you don't have the proper shoulder mobility and 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 the proper stabilizing muscles and understand that then all of a sudden you wind up in your lower back with that, right? Absolutely. And a lot of you know so that's like oh so so like I think CrossFit get the like some of that they they have to work on. I do feel like they are. Yeah. Um. But the one thing I will say to, to counter that a little bit is um. And I have a ton of respect for for um bodybuilding. That's that's kind of how I came up originally. But look at Ronnie Coleman. Oh you know? oh man yeah. When, whenever you're whenever you're pushing your body to to, to one of those to, to that kind of limit, right? And right. you're you're over whether it it, be, it happens in CrossFit, whether it happens in bodybuilding, whether it happens on you know some 
field of play because the 300 you're, you're trying to block a 300 pound man. There's a risk of injury. Correct. And so I don't see how much. It's almost like unfair to say that that's more likely in CrossFit. I think CrossFit can work on something, and again, they're they're being explosive so much right. without necessarily having those lows. Right. Right. I uh-huh. don't feel like you want to like absolve like they like we've all just got. I think we've all got to build our bases and get know? smarter. Right. Get smarter with the hybrid style of training. Like it doesn't have to be just CrossFit. It doesn't have to be just plyometrics. It doesn't have to be, just, you know, the compound movements and take an old bodybuilder style of training. It can be a hybrid. And I had I had a conversation with um, uh, strength and conditioning coach for the Denver Nuggets, uh, Steve Hess, great guy. And we were talking, and what we came to, like, the, the final, like, conclusion was everything, every every modality out there, take what works and take it as a tool in the tool belt and be smart about the training and you could actually, and I love you know, going back to the comics. I love the the idea of like uh, like Wolverine weaponizing the body, being strong in anything, being flexible in whatever movement you have. I love that concept. Oh, and I'm 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 I hugely hugely in favor of that too. Like, and if you look at a lot of stuff, not to like shameless product promotion here, but the magazine, right? Um, <laughs> if if you look at um, like. Like, I, I'm, I'm prepping an issue we have coming up, and we have a back workout in there, right? Okay. And the back workout has some explosive motions in there. You know, we've got some cleans and stuff in there. You have some kind of, like, the more standard bodybuilding motions. You know, you've got the standard rows. The warm-up is a, a child, it starts in child's pose, and then, and then you basically do the rest of your pencil work there. And right. again, child's pose is great, yield the move. Right. Um, and it, it really should, it, it has a position in any kind of fitness program. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're a bodybuilder or, you know, um, a crossfitter or right. you're prepping for a basketball game. Correct. I love the idea, like, and one of the things, I'm not just talking much, sorry, but uh, one of the things I try to do in my workouts is really fuse, like, a bunch of ideas. Yep. Because I think, like, yeah, I don't think, I feel like all, like, like when, when fitness becomes siloed, you know, when it's, like, bodybuilders are doing one thing and, Bodybuilders, they, I, I feel like this happens too. Like bodybuilders think they're better than say crossfitters, right? That's right. Crossfitters think they're better than bodybuilders. But then I'll get it on like the track with like um, sprinters, and they're like, "Oh, you know, none of those guys, crossfitters or bodybuilders, move. We're better than them." Right. So, like, <laughs> we, we we shouldn't be siloed. And it's like we can all take you know, like a bodybuilder could benefit so much from sprint training. You know, crossfitters could benefit from you know pure speed training over like forty meters, like you know their four hundred meter run. Right. It's like we can all take so much from each other, and it, in in the long run, you wind up a fitter human. Yes. If you learn multiple disciplines. Absolutely, and and again, my term I've always used it since I was a kid is weaponize the body, weaponize it in all forms. I love that. Um, hey Ebenezer, yeah. um, what projects are you current currently working on? Because, you know, I know you're the fitness director at Men's Health, but is there a certain um trajectory you're going with your own brand and career? Any projects? Um, I'd say, uh, honestly, mostly, mostly the stuff um, that I'm doing on Instagram, I'm very, very, because I'm very, very involved in so much of what we do at um, Health Health. One of my biggest uh, projects right now, I don't know if you've seen, but, um, but um, Men's Health is kind of, well, Hearst, which kind of is, a company, is the parent company for Men's Health, released an app called the All Out Studio app, where we're kind of, and that's going to kind of be our big business vehicle. We're going to have programs for, like, for men's health readers, women's health readers, you know, nice. all, you know, um, prevention, all the brands that are part of the first umbrella are kind of giving there. So that's mm. kind of 
one of my big projects and something that I'm hoping kind of, you know, when we talk about that more, um, you know, all around your fitness, I'm hoping we have, you know, people go there and it's like, you're going to have yoga workouts, you're going to have some of the strength stuff, you're going to have body weight stuff that Love people it. can grab stuff from all day, you know. Awesome. And then I have, um, I have a couple other things under the radar that you'll hopefully hear about soon. Excellent. Hey, get into that virtual world, uh, virtual space before it explodes because that virtual space is the next level. Like I always imagine a virtual world where you just you put on a headset and you're playing basketball with Steph Curry and then you're, you're running against, uh, you know, Usain Bolt and then you're in a gym with a, a Arnold from 1984 and then, uh, you know, you get a, a coupon coming across the screen for some protein shakes at GNC and then you take the headset off and you've worked out. Uh, that's what I imagine in my in my brain. <laughs> that would be kind of interesting. That would be crazy. All right, um, Ebenezer, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Where can anyone who wants to follow you on social media or websites or get a hold of you, email you, whatever, where should they look for you? What are your handles? Um, my main handle, um, just honestly, mostly just my Instagram. That's um, Ebenezer23, so anytime there. And then um, the other thing I tell a lot of people to look at is on the Men's Health website, check out my Epic Bowl series. That's, like, basically all my moves, kind of, like, like we go over one move. Twice a week, we, we have a Slack there. We go over one move. Um, there's video that tells people how to go through it. A little bit more detail on me about why, like, even deeper than I can go on Instagram sometimes. And um, it shows you how to put it in a workout. So that's you know, it's really fun. All right. Brother, thank you for your time. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you. No problem. Stay in touch, man. All right. Thanks, Ebenezer. Bye. Okay.